0: hi there and welcome back to oak town boys uh this is episode seven of season two and oh boy
1: Last time we spoke to you all, things were, you know, not going great. Well, they haven't, they've gotten even worse even since then.
0: So. <laughs> it's it's ugly times. Ugly it's times ugly. to be an Ace fan. It's ugly.
1: Possibly part of the reason it's taken us so long to make an episode is just because it's so ugly. Uh But Dan and I have very valid reasons. We've been very busy. We've gone to one wedding each up and down California. Um Lots of traveling.
0: It is it is legs broken. Yeah, I tore my ACL. Um wedding wedding season is wedding season's alive and well though, I will tell you. But uh yeah, and we but we it's worth the wait because we have good news. We have a friend. And friend of the
1: pod. Name
0: friend of the pod and friend of the podcast hosts also. Um his name is Tanner Gibson.
2: Hello. How's it going?
0: Uh fellow Ace fan uh wonderful person uh honored to have him on
2: Hi, yeah guys. hello how's it going uh cory converted me early on uh we went to college together and he turned me on to the a's and i really wasn't into baseball until then but uh yeah i became an a's fan through him and i've been been an a's fan ever since so i'm honored to be on um, you know, wish it was a
0: better season to be bringing Tanner on for the first time, but you know, it's a good time anyway.
1: T- Tanner's been through the ups and downs. It was like twenty ten, so <laughs> when he first this, started guess, watching, so this there's probably, been good times,
0: there's been bad times, and this is yeah. probably more familiar actually. To this is probably closer to when Tanner first started watching A's baseball than anything that's been going on since then. So, um,
2: yeah. A couple of years of privilege there, uh, honestly. So uh, this is back to kind of how it started, but you know I'm I'm optimistic. I'm I'm looking forward to the next couple of years. I know they're trying to do the rebuild, so I'm looking forward to see what happens.
0: Yeah, rebuild isn't like such a bad word for the A's as I feel like it is for other teams. Um, ours seem to go pretty quickly. You know, like I, you know, it's probably going to be what, maybe another year and a half
1: feels like it could be as soon as next year if we're lucky
0: um yeah because i feel like also some some dudes are gonna are getting some valuable experience right now and definitely through going through the rest of the year i think we're gonna definitely well i mean uh what's the name you said we were talking about it right before we came on jonah bride jonah bride just got the call and this is a very good opportunity to see what jonah bride can do
1: and he is by far one of the most exciting names we've tried to call up this year. I mean most of the dudes we've called up this year are not particularly exciting prospects, but this guy we've had our eye on him for a few years now. hmm And
0: he's been playing really well. And you know, Jared Koenig's up. And uh I think he's gonna I think they're gonna keep him around at least for maybe a little while, you know, see what they got. Uh they don't really have much to lose for better or worse. So might as Nothing
1: well. to lose at all.
0: Um But, yeah, I mean, I guess we can kind of just launch right into it. I mean, it's been a little bleak, folks. They've been losing games. I don't know if you've been watching, but they've been losing games.
1: They're 21 and 41. (laughs) It is real stinky. They lost 10 games in a row recently (laughs) for the second time this year.
0: I think, honestly, yes. I think so. they've lost... Almost half of their losses occurred in two two win two streaks. It's a bummer.
1: It's it's Ju- we're halfway through June basically, and they've won one time this month. And <laughs> I distinctly remember tuning out of that game, thinking they had lost. I think it was five two in the seventh, going into the seventh. Mm-hmm. And Ramon gave this fiery. I think he just yelled at everybody in the dugout to wake up and stop being so bad. And then they hit a grand slam the next inning, and then Stephen Bow hit a home run, and then Bethancourt, who's just on fire, hit a home run, and then Murphy hit a home run, and they won ten to five. So that game was really cool. But aside from that, the entire month of June has sucked. Major, major donkey balls. It is. It's for lack of and, a better phrase,
0: and it's it's seriously terrible. There, you know, we're twenty-one to forty-one. The Pythagorean win theorem is twenty-two and and forty. <laughs> Good. Uh, so, we're about as good as we're, we should be, which is not good. Uh, <laughs> and we get to play uh, the Red Sox. Odds, the playoff Ooh. odds and odds to win the World Series are both um, less than 0.1%. So. Wow. But they're greater than zero. It's a so, non-zero. Remember we call that, that we, call, we call we call that a non-zero chance. Yeah. So. That's right. right. But yeah, I mean, the, I will say, I, as you mentioned, I mean, Bethancourt is absolutely smoking the ball. I don't know what I don't know. He's like, I don't know if he's eating his Wheaties now or whatever, but he is like, what was it you said? It, it was a couple games ago. He had four ball. He hit four balls over 103.
1: Yeah, If it wasn't four, it was definitely three, and it just seems like every at bat lately. That's that's all he's doing. And I remember in spring training we were watching that. Christian Bethencourt and we both look, kind of looked at each other like, hmm, he looks good. Passes the eye test a little bit.
0: Yeah.
1: So now it's kind of starting to come out. Whatever, whatever he had deep inside, he's starting he, to see it.
0: Yeah, and he's. I mean, he seemed like he was having pretty good at bats, and was hitting the ball pretty hard. I mean, they. Uh, I think it was Martin Gallegos. Um. Had a tweet. I think that he just kind of took a chance on. A little bit of a batting adjustment, like near the like mid 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 May, just like made a little tweak in his swing, and he seems to have found something. So you know, in kind of what's yeah. turning out to be maybe a little bit of a lost season, um, these are the kind of things that are fun. You know, like random dudes that are getting an opportunity and kind of breaking out a little bit. And I mean, we're talking about a dude who's been out of baseball for four full seasons. And he's coming yeah, back. An incredible story.
1: He was he started he was like signed when he was sixteen mm-hmm. by the Braves, made his debut I think when he was twenty he got like a game in. I'm looking at his Statcast numbers. He's um he's in the top. There's a a red highlight on his max exit velocity of one thirteen point four. That's in the top eight percent of the league.
2: That's not his bad. His hard
1: hit percent is uh forty six point eight. So like roughly half of the balls he hits I think that means they're over 95 miles per hour or something like that.
0: They're old.
1: Yes, he's, uh, he's locked in right now. And um, I, I heard someone say, I think Jerry Blevins said on the broadcast, that he, that Seth Brown claims to also be locked in right now. And that kind of makes sense given the series he just had. So, you know, between those two guys, what if Sean Murphy can get it going? I mean. he's right. not... He homered in two straight games, I think.
0: Seth Brown did. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe
1: Murphy did
0: too. Oh no. I think Seth Brown's homered in three straight games. Maybe. Yes. He's homered in three straight games. They had a
1: bunch of, I mean, the team, like if they can keep hitting home runs at the pace they did in the Cleveland series, then a lot of the issues we're having this year, not going to, they're going to go away, but let's not, um, let's not, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. (laughs) But yeah, Bethancourt looks great, and um, it begs the question, like, if he plays like this for the next month, could he be the all-star? Um, we probably have a better candidate on the team than that, but he is looking good. It's very, it's um, He's 30 years old. It's a little late. I mean, it's tough to get excited, but, you know, he could have a couple Chris Davis-like years in there, maybe.
0: Mm-hmm. Who knows? And, you know, I mean, Josh Donaldson was a little bit older when he finally figured it out, and it's not I'm not saying Christian Bethancourt is going to turn into Josh Donaldson. But it is a little bit reminiscent of like a guy who seems to have made like a seemingly small but very significant adjustment to his swing and now he is crushing the baseball. Um so obviously you know the league adjusts, you adjust back, the league adjusts, you adjust back. This is how things go. But uh people don't seem to have adjusted to Christian Bethancourt very well. And yeah, I mean another especially cuz he's he's catching, you know, occasionally. Not he's not our full-time catcher at all, but he does catch games. Or he has. He's caught games this year, hasn't he?
1: Oh, definitely. He, um, he's caught in the past week.
0: Yeah, so he's uh you know, you you if he is eligible as a catcher and he continues to hit rockets for the next like, you know, couple weeks up until the all, leading up to the All-Star game. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, it's not like we have a laundry list of dudes that are good all-star candidates so he's definitely the a that's the position player a that's playing the best right now so um you can it's have great it you
1: brought have up it. donaldson you know um he's really reminded me of late 2012 donaldson the past week just the way like you said he made a tiny little adjustment and all of a sudden his bat has come alive some of these home runs um they're going a long way He is, these are not cheapies.
0: No. And, you know, it's always, I feel like, for me, at least, like, a thing that I look for to kind of, like, determine if someone's locked in, especially from the right side of the plate, he is, like, he's hitting lasers out to right center. Oh, yeah. And that's usually usually a pretty good sign. You know, that's usually, like, a pretty good sign that you are seeing what's coming well. And, yeah, he's... And if it's not, if they're not homers to right center, they're like, they're doubles, but they're like ropes, you know? So my guy's yeah. not getting cheated at all.
1: I sent you that text. There's a graphic someone put on on Twitter from Baseball Savant, where in the past 100 plate appearances, um, the one player who's made the most improvement in their ex-woba, their uh, expected weighted on base average, Christian Bethencourt. He's gone up 205 points from 248 to 453. And so he's uh, at the top of a list of people like Jose Abreu, Carlos Correa, Giancarlo Stanton over the past 100, uh, the most improved players. So that's a good sign. Let's hope he keeps it rolling.
0: Yeah, it's, you know, I, as you said, you know, if they, if they continue to hit home runs at the rate that they hit them in the Indian series, um, that does that does alleviate a lot of the concerns that we have, and it also just makes for easier to watch baseball. You know, like it is not very thrilling most of the time. Well, I mean the 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 Guardian series was great. You know, and from especially comparatively, it was mm-hmm. fireworks compared to what it feels it feels like we've been doing for a long time. Compared to
1: scoring less than two runs and losing every day. Yeah, so, absolutely. Um,
0: if if not for the uh, amount of Ws that it can lead to, just for some excitement, just keep hitting bombs. Just keep hitting home runs, please. That's all I ask.
1: And uh, and as for our other possible all-star candidate, I, I think it's got to be Paul Blackburn. He's, he has a 2.6 war on the season. For a career, he has 2.3 war. So that tells you a lot about <laughs> the improvements he's made. He's got a 1.01 whip. He's 2.31 ERA. I mean, he's even got five wins. Like, no one's gonna, no one's gonna question a selection of a guy with these numbers this far into the season. And if he can have another three, two, three good starts, I mean, he may be a lock for our all-star selection. Just cause, Realistically, nobody else on our team could really contribute to the American League All Star team, probably.
0: Yeah, I I agree. And he's 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 having he's he's having a really good season. Like he would be even if we were, you know, say our record was flipped and we're forty one and twenty one, and we're, you know, everybody's playing great. He's still having a good season. Oh yeah. Like it, it there
1: still could be the selection.
0: Yeah. So, um, yeah, I would love to see him there. It would be another great story, you know. I mean, I think that would be, um, especially for a guy who, you know, was kind of as fringy as he was even, you know, up until the beginning of May, really. You know, I mean, he had, I think, the first month or so, he looked good. But I don't know how convinced we were that this was, he was actually going to keep doing this. And, you know, I mean, his last time out, last time out may have been his Maybe his best start of the year, so he's getting yeah. better.
1: He's not getting up very many home runs, like at all. That's that's great.
0: It's just on the year. a lot of hard contact in general, which is you know that's an easy way to have a good season. Don't give up a lot of hard contact. Um. So, I mean, you know, someone will go. Someone will go to the All Star game, which is always fun. And if it's Bob Blackburn, then that makes me happy. He's you know he's only twenty eight. He's got, if this is, if this is, his, if he has genuinely figured some things out, then uh, you can stay around for a little while, Paul Blackburn. I'm not mad at it.
1: Totally. We probably have a few more. Yeah, he's a free agent in 2026. That's what I'm talking
2: about.
1: <clears throat> that could work. Paul B. I wanted to find, I, went, I was trying to look at his transactions page. I can never find that. Oh, here it is. Anything interesting? He was drafted in the first round. I know the fifty-sixth. Yeah, pick.
0: is that a supplementary, like a supplemental pick? Probably.
1: Ah, I didn't realize that <laughs> the A's got him for Danny Valencia. Hilarious. <laughs> I remember Danny Valencia at the start of this year when the A's were like ten and ten. He tweeted, "He's like, watch out for those A's. Don't count them out." Oh
0: my God, that's what happened. It's like, "Yeah,
1: Danny Valencia."
0: Everything was going fine until Danny Valencia got involved for absolutely no reason. He ruins everything. Jeez.
1: Although I do remember him hitting three home runs in a game quite fondly.
0: Yeah, and remember he and Billy Butler got in a fight? Yeah.
1: <laughs> the defining
0: moment of the 2015 season. That was a silly time. Yeah, see, that team wasn't very good. So, maybe we're just... Maybe... I think maybe I'm excited about more players on this team long-term than I was on that team long-term.
1: I think so. And people need to remember that if you're not the Yankees and you're not, who else, the Dodgers, there aren't the Giants maybe, you pretty much always go through these, these ebbs and flows. I mean, it's going to be a couple bad years and then some good years, and then the, you're going to be out of good years, and you're going to have to go back to the bad years. The A's do a pretty good job, and I mean – As we already discussed, we've been pretty blessed overall. The Pirates didn't go to the playoffs for like 20 years in a row. I mean like the Mariners haven't been since before the iPhone was invented or some shit like that.
0: Mariners Could be much worse. I feel like we make fun of the Mariners every time. But (laughs) the Mariners, it's unbelievable, dude. I I feel like the Mariners try so hard every year. Every offseason. They try so hard every offseason. To like turn it all around and i'm looking at the mariners lineup right now they're 27 and 33 they're losing two to one to the twins right now i feel like this lineup is the same mariners lineup every year like it's constituted by it's constituted of different players but i feel like effectively it's the same exact lineup every year totally and i don't well, know now how, it just doesn't have how, kyle seager i don't know how they pull it off yeah but they they got rid of kyle seager and they picked up suarez it's like is that They might effectively be the same, the same player. You know, they're pretty similar. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We're so, and the, and the Mariners are stuck in that purgatory of like constantly figuring, constantly finishing either like five games below 500 or five games above 500, but never in the playoffs. And there is something to be said for just kind of bottoming out and then swinging back up
1: um you You know who else is fun to make fun of the angels (laughs) they're supposed to be amazing and then they lost 13 games in a row
0: and then did you see did you read the thing about joe madden getting a mohawk and then he got fired so they never even saw the mohawk
1: (laughs) no i didn't see that detail
0: they on the day they lost the 11th game and that night he got a mohawk because he was like, I'm gonna show up with a mohawk, and it's gonna help motivate these dudes to like, you know, win. Because it's gonna be like, I'm changing something up, and I have a mohawk, and I'm like a fun dad. And they fired him before the game, <laughs> <laughs> so he never even got to the ballpark with the freshly shaved mohawk. He never even got to show it off. Could, could be a good thing for him. I mean, on it a would, personal level, would have it been. <laughs> it's true. It's a good point, uh, but yeah, they won and they beat us, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: So yeah, at least there's just some, there's other teams down here with us. That's that's the moral of the story. Yeah. The Kansas City Royals are the only team with a winning percentage as low as the A's, three thirty nine. Pretty mm-hmm. bad. Pretty bad indeed.
0: Yeah, but you know the Reds stink too. The Rockies are bad.
1: I just hope that all of all of my fellow Ace fans are in the same boat as us. We've talked about this how it's, you know, it doesn't hurt so much anymore. It is what it is. It's, being a Sacramento Kings fan has prepared <laughs> us for this moment.
2: That's
0: our most toxic trait of the two. Um, if we're considering being Kings fans and being Ace fans, being an Ace fan has been much more, more rewarding than being a Kings fan. And also, you know, you've got teams like the Nationals. Like the Nationals stink, and they have Juan Soto.
1: Yeah, and they paid Nelson Cruz to to also stink.
0: <laughs> yeah, Nelson Cruz has been bad. You knew that was going to go poorly at some point, though. You know, like, Nelson Cruz wasn't going to keep hitting in 40 home runs till he was 50. I'm sure if
1: he gets traded to, like, the Twins, he'd rake again.
0: Yeah, Nelson Cruz is actually having kind of an okay year as we sit here and say he's not. He's, yeah, yeah wow, Nelson Cruz. Hell of a thing. Oh, Juan Soto's only hitting 230. Dang. <laughs> Anyway, um, you wanna um, Tanner? Do you have any? Do you have any like overarching thoughts on the season so far? Anything that's really like stood out to you, one way or the other?
2: I mean, you guys touched on it a little bit already, which is Beth in court. I mean, I I think he looks very good. Every time he hits the ball, honestly, what I get flashbacks to personally is a 2013 Brandon Moss. So I don't, I don't know if that's a lofty assignment for him but I mean he's he's hitting the ball well and I'm I'm excited every time he comes up to the plate uh Loriano too I mean he, he he's a laser I, um but it's you know the season is the season so uh, it it is what's going to be and uh, I'm looking forward to next season as well I hate to be a pessimist but I'm enjo- I'm enjoying what I'm seeing so far for this season from who we have so, yeah, Loriano's been that. Loriano's been kind of. I mean,
0: Loriano's kind of always exciting. Like that's the fun part about Ramon, right? Like, it's always like, even if he was on like a little league team, he'd still be like trying super hard and like probably do something electric.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and yeah, he's yeah, been waking up a little bit. And you know, I, it may be like too little, too late on the yelling at everybody in the dugout and like motivating them to do better thing, but at least he tried. And it worked. It, seemed it worked for, worked while, for one yeah. day, yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, the No, the Brandon Moss thing. Um, Brandon, the Brandon Moss thing might even be a little bit more on the nose, honestly, than the Josh Donaldson thing, because you know I don't know if Christian Bethancourt has like an MVP in his future, but he may have a few respectable seasons in him randomly, like way past his prime, exactly like Brandon Moss did.
2: Uh, and, and Brandon Moss has stride right around 30 years old as well yeah, which man, moves, I love, uh, Brandon I love the Brandon year. Moss comp great. Yeah.
0: Great, great that's, that's, a, that's a solid so, pull I didn't even think about that but yes absolutely
2: uh, it's also great to be a fan of someone older than you at this point in our age I would say <laughs> <laughs> I like to be a fan of someone older than me at this point you
0: know, God, they're, all, fewer in, they're fewer and they're further between I feel like everyone now is a 22 year old that's oh. athletic, and I'm like
2: what is happening <laughs> Uh oh, so you know maybe next year he'll he'll hit another couple 20 dingers and we'll we'll see what comes of it.
0: Yeah, Brandon Very Moss sweet. was Brandon Moss was effectively out of baseball for like two full years and then came back as a oh, I mean 28, 29, yeah, started putting it together around 29 mostly. So that we and he did, he made an all-star team. He made an all-star team at 30. So, Christian, back the court. Do it. Now's your chance.
2: The catcher, Brandon Moss.
0: The catcher, Brandon Moss. We should send that to him. We should see if he likes that or not.
1: I think uh, Brandon Moss may need to be our A's player look back today.
0: We can do that. I think that's a great idea. Um, God, I love Brandon Moss. That was such a fun. Yeah, let's see.
1: Guess what? He made his first and only All Star team for the A's in 2014 at age
2: 30. At the age, and on top of that, I got to say he was six foot one, as I recall, and Bethancourt is six foot two. So there's a couple other similarities there as well. They're almost exactly the same height. <laughs> <laughs> They're very similarly sized.
0: There Wait, you you go. Can, that holds water, as far as I can tell. They they got to be on the same base. Wow, Brandon Moss hit. How many? Hold on. He hit, yeah, he hit like well over 140 homers after he was probably supposed to be done. You know, he had like (laughs) he had fizzled pretty hard, and then he totally put it all together. So, yeah, that's a that's a good roadmap for Christian Bethancourt's career. Do a brand of another
1: classic example of the A's getting all of the good years out of somebody. Yes. All three of his excellent seasons were in a, in an A's uniform.
0: Yeah, I mean there was still, I mean, I once Brandon Moss started hitting bombs, he kind of didn't stop, but everything else stopped happening seemingly later in his career. Um, but we'll talk about that later on. We will we will go more in depth about Brandon Moss later on. Um, do you you want to you want to do the um? So, Tanner, who do you think if you if you so say Beth say and Court keeps it up, absolutely keeps crushing, um, and Paul Blackburn keeps pitching well. Who do you pick? To who who would you rather be, see at the All Star game between the two of them?
2: Well, Honestly, I'd still like to see Blackburn, um, but I think that if Beth and Court can continue at the rate, it, it's more of a I don't anticipate Beth and Court going. Going consistent this. I mean, this past seven games, he has a 435 average with a 435 OBP. I mean, I'm sorry, I, I I'm I love seeing him hit. I just don't think this is going to be a consistent factor, and I think Blackburn can keep it up. I mean, he, he's shown much more consistency so far. So yeah, it's
0: true.
2: It'd be sick if they both win. Oh,
0: that would be the dream. But we're gonna stink, so I don't think we're gonna get two all stars. So.
1: Due to injury replacement, they'll need the most versatile player possible. <laughs> not named Shohei Ohtani.
0: And you know that may be that may be Christian Bethancourt actually. He's our Shohei. He is our Shohei. <laughs> He's the Shohei. you get to see him pitch. 41 I think A's. that was
1: um, that was during the ten game losing streak. I think that he got on the mound right, and mm-hmm. it was interesting because. He wasn't throwing that hard. He was throwing like mid eighties, but he was actually throwing it like straight, which you don't see from a position player usually.
0: Yeah. And mid eighties is like kind of no joke.
1: No, I'm sure he could have thrown harder. Yeah.
2: And I said, I've said it for a little bit now, at least internally between you guys. But I mean, I, I would a million times over, uh, prefer, uh, Blackburn out there than Montas. And I, I know that's a controversial statement, but I don't think that Montas has it when it comes to what it matters. I really, it's, I just, it's hard to deny, especially this year.
0: He's it been, break, he's been, Paul Blackburn's been much more consistent. And yeah, when, when the wheels come off for Frankie Montas, they like really come off. Yeah. He's he um, up like four or five. And Paul Blackburn seems to be um, pretty good at damage control can't take his wheels off yeah no they don't come off
2: montos gets two on and it feels like we already have two in and yep, uh, yep. yeah on the other side it's like I'm right I'm ready for the double play
0: yeah that's true that's true Paul blackburn I do love a good ground ball guy a ground ball yeah. can turn to a double play so easily it's very yeah. very true
2: and they have been turning a lot of double plays behind him
0: they have they have he's been he's been you know that's got to be he's got to be a fun guy to play defense behind Because like I said, it's not a lot of hard contact. When people are making contact, they seem to be soft ground balls. So you're not getting screamers hit at you, which has got to be nice. Um, But yeah, okay. So officially, we're officially endorsing Beth and Court and Blackburn both go to the um, All Star game because they both deserve it, and we don't want to hear any feedback on that. That's all we have. That's all we have to say about it. That's our official position going forward. Agreed. Um okay you wanna do the fantasy you want to do the fantasy thing first or you want to do the look back first? What do you want to do?
1: Um
0: Brandon Moss. Brandon Moss. Oh, Brandon Moss. I first and foremost, I love Brandon Moss. Me too. <laughs> um and I know that's not that maybe shouldn't surprise anyone, but like I Brandon Moss the rise of Brandon Moss coincided with the first like truly fun adult period of my baseball life like he was they were that 2012 team was unreal and Brandon Moss was right in there Brandon Moss was part of the run you know like the breakout of Brandon Moss was Not to lament coinciding things, but you know, when Brandon Moss started hitting, we started winning. I mean he only put and also like low key, Brandon Moss's 2012 and Matt Olson's 2017 are have some like striking similarities. (laughs)
1: Like
0: Matt Olson that year was better. Matt Olson's year was better. Um but twenty twelve, Brandon Moss hit the absolute cover off the ball. Um, he hit 291, which was a huge outlier for him. This is the last time <laughs> you're gonna hear anything over at like 2- 2. So you 15. know he was locked in. Um but he, uh, 29 homers, or 21, 21 homers in 84 games, uh, 39 extra base hits, uh, OPS plus a 162, and this is literally out of nowhere. He had, he was, he was not, he was the, the, none of his numbers in any of the peak. I came up with the Red Sox in 20, 2007 and just seemingly like never really stuck in the majors. Um, was okay for the Pirates in 2009. But yeah, came over to Oakland in 2012. Um, I, if I remember correctly, was mashing pretty hard in the minors. And then they called him up and yeah, he was crushing and everybody was crushing. Um, but yeah, 21 homers in 2012, 30 homers in 2013, 25 homers in an all-star year of 2014. Um, and he was awesome. Corey and I went to a Jared Parker start one time. Oh yeah. Jared Parker threw a complete game. I don't think it was a shutout. I think it was like 1-1, but it was a complete game and Brandon Moss hit a walk-off two-run homer in the bottom of the ninth. And it was yeah. one of the coolest baseball games I've ever been.
1: And we had been sitting pretty close to the the bullpen for the Mariners, and they, I think it was like Danny Farquhar was warming up, and we were just like telling him like Lord Farquhar jokes and and dude, telling I mean, him he was I mean, gonna I mean, give up a home run.
0: No, it was Carter Capps. Remember we? Were, oh yeah, Carter Craps. Capps was warming up, and we told him you're gonna give up a home run, and it's gonna like, and then you're not gonna be good anymore, and it's kind of what happened.
1: That's gave, exactly
0: what happened. He gave up a home run, and I don't think he was in the majors for that much longer after that. So sorry, Cart. I don't think he's probably not listening, but if you are, we didn't mean it, man. Sorry. We didn't mean to have a if we had an effect on your baseball career, we did on accident, I promise.
1: If you are listening, we'd love to hear your side of the story.
0: Totally, totally. Do you remember giving up a bomb to Brandon Moss? <laughs> Do you remember us yelling at you? <laughs> um
1: But yeah, that was a great night. I was gonna ask you too if you had uh Brandon Moss memories that came to mind. That was one of them for me. I've got another one, but. Go for it. Tanner, Tanner does, how that? Tanner, does anything come to mind for you?
2: I'm not sure I have a specific memory, but I, I mean, I, I, I will say that 2012, I mean, 2020, 2010 is when you turned me on to the A's and Corey and, uh, 2012 I think is when I fell in love. I mean, between Cespedes and then Carter coming on and Reddick, I, I mean, 2012, that, that sealed the deal for me. And I, Brandon Moss was a huge part of that reason. So I, I've loved him for a long time. Uh, pretty much, it feels like since I've become a fan of the A's. Long is, I guess, relative to me. But, yes, he, he's just been one of my favorite players. So no, no specific memory, but just truly, I love the way he hit the ball. I, he just smashed that thing. Uh, 2012 nice. was a, 2012 was a magical baseball season. It was one of the. It truly was a magical year, and just, I, I can tell how magical it was by Corey's reaction throughout the whole year because he <laughs> he's been a year he's been a fan for a long time, and seeing his reaction live throughout that whole season was, I mean, it was a beautiful season. It really was. Yeah, it so really, was great. That so twenty twelve
0: that twenty twelve team was twenty six and thirty five on June tenth, and they finished. 94 and 68.
2: Oh, wow. I, so, I didn't yeah, they're,
1: the, they're like the only thing we have to cling to in terms of hope. Basically like
2: can it happen again. Please, <laughs> yeah, God. We're 20. It's, days the under. it's the memory that we were holding on to.
0: Yeah. We'll see. We'll see if we can, we'll see if we can do one, do 2012 one better. Um,
1: so I have a, I have a couple thoughts from Brandon Moss. There's a, a mutual friend. We all know that we lovingly referred to as a dog. And, uh, He doesn't text us a lot, but we've met him at an A's game before and he like stuffed us silly full of sausages and burgers. He's a great guy. But he texted me during the uh, 2014 wildcard game when Brandon Moss hit those two home runs and things were looking so good for A's fans. 2014 was a tumultuous season and they somehow made it Despite that, it somehow made it to the wild card game, and Brandon Moss put the A's up like seven to two with his second home run of the game, and it was probably like what the sixth or seventh inning at that point, and it was a great. It, at that point in time, it was looking real good, and then the whole world came crumbling down, and they lost, and then they went into uh, you know their most recent stretch of bad years. So Brandon Moss, was he was really at the beginning of that in 2012 and at the end of that in 2014. Yeah, I remember the Moss is boss text. Moss is boss. (laughs) And then my other memory is I saw him at spring training like a couple years later. Uh, I just saw him like walking through a tunnel at the end of a game. I was not like necessarily close to him, but I was like overlooking and I yelled like Moss is boss. And he like looked at me and gave a thumbs up. No, that's wonderful. I think he was on the Cubs or something for a split second. No, that was Royals. That must have been the Royals.
2: Yeah. That, that 2014 uh, game, that those two home runs, that that five RBIs, I believe, set a new record for the A's for the most RBIs in a single postseason game. So that was another reason that was a great memory.
0: Everything was going so well, but you know. Yes. Uh, that's you know that's ancient history now, boys. That's years ago.
1: I know it's almost ten years. And the oh, takeaway
2: goodness. would be let's see Bethancourt do the same thing.
0: That'd be awesome.
1: Let's, let's see it. I would, I would see that this
0: idea. be the start. Christian Bethancourt.
1: This be the start of our window.
0: Christian Bethancourt three homers in next year's wild card game.
2: That's the positivity yeah. I want to hear more of.
0: That's what I'm
1: inviting. Hey, right now, he, if there's anybody that could do it. Um, Moss Dog—that's his nickname on Baseball Ref. Moss Dog. Moss Dog. I Ooh, like that. Mm-hmm. Finished his career with a, f- a solid 5.0 WAR. That's what happens when you're a bat-only guy. Yep. Although he had a cannon from right field, he threw a couple dudes out.
0: He did. I wouldn't say he, you know, took good routes or got great reads, <laughs> but he did yeah. have a—he did have a—he did have a hose. Wow, it really is Moss Dog. I, I don't know if I've ever called him Moss Dog. We should have been calling him that. Yeah, maybe it would have helped. Um, anyway, but yeah, that's a wonderful look back. It's crazy that we can do a look back on him. I feel like I wasn't watch. I feel like it wasn't that long ago that I was watching him play. But it turns out it was a while ago. So getting old, torn ACL, falling <laughs> apart. <the>
1: <laughs> I went to a two-year-old's birthday party this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> they were eating so many bananas at such a ravenous speed, it was the craziest thing I'd ever seen in my life. That is, they're like homegrown bananas, so presumably, like I guess, better than store bought and kind of small, but still, like they were going crazy. It was if you imagine some chimpanzees like grabbing a banana and then scooting up their tree and eating it as fast as they can, and then coming back down for another one. That's what it was like.
0: And there, there's multiple children at the party all treating them like that. It's two of them. Two of them were going crazy. They
1: probably put down six or seven bananas each. (laughs) It's it's incredible. And I think bananas are like mildly gross. Like I know that they're okay and I need to eat them, but they're one of my least favorite fruits. It was blowing me away.
0: I've been trying. I've been like giving them more of a chance, but they are... When I'm not in the mood for a banana, it can make it can get really like I don't want to eat yeah, at all. It, it can make me want to throw up a little.
2: <laughs> um, anyway, so that well, that's, enough, that's enough
0: but forever, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um we uh, the you wanna do the wanna do the stats? Yes. Yep, I'm all tallied up. I believe I am too.
1: Okay. So uh, I had Adam Wainwright going. He had nine earned runs. This is over the course of like three weeks now. Nine earned runs, eight walks, and 22 strikeouts.
0: How did you, how'd your pitcher do? Uh, Walker Bueller, uh, how many walks did he have? Mm, eight walks. Um, and 22 strikeouts? Yep. All right. So I had Walker Bueller, and he gave up 14 earned runs. So you win that one. Um, he only had five walks, and he had 19 Ks, so that's you. All right.
1: A pretty close one. And then um, I had Freddie Freeman going for hitting, who had 14 hits, one home run,
0: six walks, and five doubles. All right. I have Mookie Betts. Who had 29 hits, um, eight walks, eight homers, and six doubles?
1: He had how many homers? Eight. Holy smokes! I thought you said he did bad.
0: He 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 did. He has been ice cold for the last ten days.
1: What? How many doubles was that? Six. Damn. Okay. Yeah, you swept the hitting. So you you won five two this week um
0: yeah so that's man the the legend of mookie betts continues to grow when he gets hot he gets super hot um but now i can't pick him again until the All break. breaks i'm yeah, whatever at least it worked
1: i i already know who I, i've figured out who i'm gonna pick do you have any idea for yourself
0: um i have a couple ideas if you go first then i will know absolutely okay
1: and Tanner, if if you're feeling like you want to throw your hat in the ring, you, all you gotta do is come up with one hitter and one pitcher.
2: I'll leave this um, one to you guys. Maybe, maybe next time. Okay. Right.
1: I'm gonna go with Bobby Witt Jr., who is uh he's the hottie patati lately, and then Justin Verlander, who is you know like the greatest pitcher of all time. So
0: that seems like a pretty good idea. Um, I am gonna go with. Robbie Ray because he was finally good last time out and I drafted him really high in fantasy and he's kind of been killing me all year um, so I'm going to go with him it's a leap of faith and we shall see Um and I am also going to go with Reese Hoskins nice
1: he's been hot right
0: he has been Um. so yeah let's see I know Robbie Ray is going to get bombed you just know Robbie Ray is going to get bombed, but that's okay. That's okay. Um, dude, did you see Strasburg was back for one start and then is hurt again? Mm, no,
1: I did not. I think I knew he came back, but I didn't know it ended poorly.
0: Yep. So, he if he pitched, he looked okay for a little while, and then he didn't look so great, and now he heard something in his back or something. So. Dang,
1: man. We may never see him pitch again.
0: But you know, I mean, if if he if they did if he did blow out his arm trying to win the World Series, then he won the World Series. You know, I mean, he did. So, um, so I mean, honestly, man, not even like it matters. What do we got? What do we got coming up? What we
1: got <laughs> to play the Red Sox in Boston this week, and the Red Sox. <laughs> I think the I'm pretty sure everybody the A's recently lost to has gone on to get real hot. So. Red Sox, have, I think, swept their entire West Coast trip or something like that. And so mm. we get to play them again. So that's great. <laughs> and then the Royals. The Royals, who are the only other team as bad as the A's. And then the Mariners, who I'm pretty sure is the last team the A's beat in a series. So I guess all things considered, not a terrible looking next week. No. And then the Royals Re- again.
0: Red Sox, Royals, Red Sox. Or no, Red Sox, Royals, Mariners, Royals. Interesting. And then oh, the, the Yankees. Yankees. Oh, boy. <laughs> Oh, no. I mean, we're going to be lucky if
1: we can squeak out one, one
0: if game. I will game. be happy if they don't score 20 runs in one of those games.
1: Did you see what they did to the Cubs yesterday? Yes. It's they the, just mutilated them.
0: The Yankees are a very scary team, and we are not very good, and I am not super – well, The Mac Arb- we talked about this a little bit yesterday, but Matt Carpenter, man, they're really going to pick on Matt Carpenter, and he's just going to be acting like it's 2015 all of a sudden again.
1: It's kind of not fair. The Yankees really don't deserve that kind of luck.
0: But they don't, but it seems like they've got to be Alrighty, well, it was too long, and it won't be this long until next time.
1: Yep, apologies to all you faithful Oak Town boysers out there, but uh, we're we're not going anywhere. We'll be here.
0: Yeah, we're going to keep doing it, even if we get a little bit lackadaisical about it occasionally. But we're here. <laughs> um. And And leave
1: us. If we're hot, we'll be here. Yeah, you're going to be hearing from us for sure.
0: If we're, if we go on like a 20 game win streak, you're going to be hearing from us every day. So, um, you know, hope for that. If you want to hear more from us, then I hope they win more.
1: We may have to give that a shot at one point. Maybe the problem is we're not podcasting every day. We'll have to just try like waking up at 4 a.m. every day.
0: (laughs) We'll, we'll put a pin (laughs) in that. We'll circle back to it. Um, but before, um, I want to say thank you absolutely so much, Tanner. It was wonderful to have you here and, uh, it would be wonderful to have you back also.
2: I, I would love that. It was wonderful to be here. I've, I enjoy listening to you guys podcast and it was an honor to be here. So thank you very much.
0: Um, well, that probably will not be the last you hear from Taylor, from Tanner. If I can, if I have any say, um, and I do have some, so, um, yeah, it was a good time. Uh, not the most fruitful season in terms of wins, but sometimes the wins are the friends we make along the way, guys.
1: We're making memories. Uh, memories that are now recorded and will last a lifetime, whether we want them or not.
0: Yeah. So, uh all righty. Well, I think that's all we have.